Section blank of the drama quarterly. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Bologna Times. Act One, Scene Five of Macbeth by William Shakespeare. Inverness, Macbeth's Castle. Enter Lady Macbeth, reading a letter. They met me in the day of success, and I have learned by the perfectest report that they have more in them than mortal knowledge. When I burned in desire to question them further, they made themselves air, into which they vanished. Whiles I stood wrapped in the wonder of it came missives from the king, who all hailed me, Thane of Cotter, by which title before these weird sisters saluted me and referred me to the coming on of time with hail king that shalt be this have i thought good to deliver thee my dearest partner of greatness that thou mightst not lose the dues of rejoicing by being ignorant of what greatness is promised thee lay it to thy heart and farewell glamis thou art and cotter and shalt be what thou art promised yet do i fear thy nature it is too full o the milk of human kindness to catch the nearest way thou wouldst be great art not without ambition but without the illness should attend it what thou wouldst highly that wouldst thou holily wouldst not play false and yet wouldst wrongly win thou'lt have great glamis that which cries thus thou must do if thou have it and that which rather thou dost fear to do than wishest should be undone hide thee hither that i may pour my spirits in thine ear and chastise with the valor of my tongue all that impedes thee from the golden round which fate and metaphysical aid doth seem to have thee crowned withal enter a messenger what is your tidings the king comes here to-night thou'rt mad to say it is not thy master with him who wert so would have informed for preparation so please you it is true our thane is coming one of my fellows had the speed of him who almost dead for breath had scarcely more than would make up his message give him tending he brings great news exit messenger the raven himself is hoarse that croaks the fatal entrance of duncan under my battlements come you spirits that tend on mortal thoughts unsex me here and fill me from the crown to the toe-top full of direst cruelty make thick my blood stop up the access and passage to remorse that no compunctious visitings of nature shake my fell purpose nor keep peace between the effect of and it come to my woman's breast and take my milk for gall your murdering ministers wherever in your slightless substances you wait on nature's mischief come thick night and pall thee in the dunnest smoke of hell that my keen knife see not the wound it makes nor heaven peep through the blanket of the dark to cry hold hold enter macbeth great glamis worthy cotter greater than both by the all hail hereafter thy letters have transported me beyond this ignorant present and i feel now the future in the instant
my dearest love. Duncan comes here tonight. And when goes hence? Tomorrow, as he proposes. Oh, never shall sun that morrow see. Your face, my thane, is as a book where men may read strange matters. To beguile the time, look like the time, bear welcome in your eye, your hand, your tongue, look like the innocent flower, but be the serpent under it. He that's coming must be provided for, and you shall put this night's great business into my dispatch, which shall to all our nights and days to come give solely sovereign sway and masterdom. We will speak further. Only look up clear. To alter favor ever is to fear. Leave all the rest to me. Excellent. End of section blank.